Welcome to Health Hats, learning on the journey towards best health. I'm Danny Van Leeuwen, a two-legged, cisgender, old white man of privilege living in a food oasis who can afford many hats and knows a little bit about a lot of health care and a lot about very little. Most people wear hats one at a time, but I wear them all at once. We will listen and learn about what it takes to adjust to life's realities in the awesome circus of healthcare. Let's make some sense of all of this. grandson Leon was six, he and his dad intensely studied dinosaurs. Jokingly, I said to him, your aunt is an herbivore. No, Opa, she's an omnivore. But Leon, she's a vegetarian. Oh, Opa, she can eat meat. She's an omnivore. Leon was the expert at that table. He had a 15-minute advantage on me. Experience, education, skills, and behavior all feed expertise. In my grandson's story, expertise has nothing to do with age or credentials. My father, Ruben Van Leeuwen, a Holocaust survivor, never went to college. I don't think he graduated from high school either. When he died at age 45, he was vice president of Import-Export for High Grade, a multinational corporation. When I was 15, after his first heart attack, he and I walked together three days a week at 5 a.m. During one of those walks, he told me that having no credentials and asking the dumb questions was a secret to his success as an executive. He could get away with it with all the PhDs that worked for him. When I was 16, dying to get out of high school, worried about the draft, I took a night school civics class with Mr. Curry. Mr. Curry was an arch-conservative Korean War veteran who strained to tolerate my disruptive anti-Vietnam questioning of his take on civics. In frustration, he offered me the opportunity of independent study about the Supreme Court rulings on free speech. Brilliant move. I learned a ton. So did Mr. Curry. When I applied for 1-0 conscientious objector status with the Selective Service, Mr. Curry wrote me a letter of recommendation. I completely disagree with Danny, but I'm 100% convinced of his sincere pacifist belief. I was, and still am, a seriously gullible person. I will first believe you and then question, no matter how stupid your assertion. Perhaps as a counterbalance, I have had the habit as a parent and grandparent to talk nonsense to my kids and grandkids. That's not right. You're being silly, Dad, or Opa, was music to my ears, budding critical thinking. tell you these silly, poignant, personal stories. Granted, they're good ones. No humility here. I'm coming up with these stories now, today, during this pandemic of mistrust, 
cult-like following, confusion, science bashing, and desperation. I'm obsessed now with what people believe, what they suspect, and what they know absolutely as from God. Who do they listen to? What changes their mind? What motivates them to action? Odd that these stories come to mind as I listen to people fiercely defending their personal rights to my injury, mask wearing, social distancing, others choosing a strong man over democracy, and some fighting for their perceived entitlement to power and position. These scenarios trigger my feelings of powerlessness, fear, rage, and resignation, often all at the same time. And all I can come up with are these stories. Gosh, what is happening to my brain? Have I retreated to ridiculous mindlessness? Well, I'm not yet cognitively impaired. I need to trust myself. What can I learn from these stories about Leon, my dad, Mr. Curry, and parenting? The lesson for me from Leon's 15-minute advantage story includes understanding that credentials, position, power, or age do not automatically translate to expert, correct, or wise. In fact, we often consult with and trust people who have only a 15-minute advantage on us. We suspect that they know more than us. Think a nurse in the family, our clergy. On the other hand, we often dismiss those with a 15-minute advantage. She's just a kid. What could she possibly know? For my dad, the lesson is that active listening by asking questions, dumb questions, can lead to connection, trust, good choices, and effective leadership. Also, wisdom can bridge generations. I've never forgotten that lesson in leadership from my dad. For Mr. Curry, I took lessons of sharing control of learning with me, trusting me to teach him something, and honoring principal choices different from his own. I felt valued, honored, mature, informed, motivated. Oh, what a gift. From my kids and grandkids, the lesson, it's not too early to exercise critical thinking muscles. Those muscles need work, continual work. I'm 68, and critical thinking muscles can quickly weaken, just like my leg muscles if I don't get my daily steps. Okay, let's distill this. 15-minute advantage, active listening, sharing control, critical thinking. In fairness, Retreating into a safe, friendly, familiar bubble with these stories doesn't make sense for everyone all the time. It makes sense for me because I'm not on the front line. I'm not facing our current pandemics directly. I'm in survival mode. My opa told me his job in the Bergen-Belsen concentration camp was to have faith and survive. Now, I'm not in a concentration camp. I'm in the lap of privilege, yet one of my jobs is to survive these pandemics until I'm called to more radical action. These stories help me survive. Speaking of survival, let me take a minute to share a bit about my musical journey. 
In my bubble of privilege, I'm playing my baritone sax about six hours a week, including weekly lessons. I've reached a new level of awareness as I listen to music and play. I'm hearing more nuance, more dynamics, more phrasing, trying to relax my mouth that's my embouchure, to tell a story, express emotion in my playing and soloing. I'm so excited here in my bubble. The music you hear behind this narrative is a recording of me. I'm as good as I am and getting better. Yay. Are you in survival mode? How's that going? Have you been called to more radical action? How's that going? Let me know. I'm fascinated. about our sponsor, Abridge. Use Abridge to record your doctor visit. Push the big pink button and record the conversation. Read the transcript or listen to clips when you get home. Check out the app at abridge.com. A-B-R-I-D-G-E dot com. Or download it on the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. Record your healthcare conversations. Let me know how it went. Thanks to Kayla Nelson, web and social media coach, and Joey Van Leeuwen, musician and arranger. See the show notes, previous podcasts, and other resources through my website, www.health-hats.com. Please subscribe and contribute. If you like it, share it. Thanks. See you around the block.